Galveston Unscripted Galveston earning the badge of resilience. As Galvestonians emerged from their homes on the morning of September 9th, they witnessed an indescribable sight. The city of Galveston had been maimed and disfigured by the worst natural disaster in United States history. An estimated 6,000 Galvestonians had been lost to the calamity, and the cost of the damage was in the tens of millions of dollars. Imagine walking through a city full of rubble, climbing over homes that had been decimated to sticks and piles of timber, with people crying for help all around you. The citizens of Galveston were in complete shock. They initiated rescue and cleanup efforts immediately throughout the city. For the survivors, the days that followed were excruciating. The storm had blown away the cloud cover, and it was exceptionally hot. Communications and transportation to and from the island had been severed. Looters and thieves would scavenge through the wreckage and search for anything of value. City officials, police, and military personnel gathered groups of civilians to mount a cleanup effort and instituted martial law on the island. To prevent all-out chaos from the public, all of the surviving saloons were ordered to be closed, and looters and thieves would be executed on the spot. Downtown Galveston buildings and warehouses were utilized as makeshift morgues. Regardless of social status, all able-bodied men were forced, some at bayonet point, to work cleaning up the city and dispose of the masses of dead bodies. What was the payment for these working men? They were given as much whiskey as they could tolerate in order to follow through with the unimaginable task of placing unclaimed and unidentifiable bodies onto barges that were taken offshore and thrown into the gulf. This effort would prove fallible, as most of the bodies washed back up onto the beach, adding to the horrific experience. The last resort was to commence mass cremations before the bodies began to decay and disease began to spread. Urgency was of utmost importance, as the city was no stranger to deadly pathogens. As word spread around the globe of the destruction of the Queen City on the Gulf, assistance in the form of money, food, and supplies began to arrive to the staggering citizens. The city was in great need of water, food, kerosene oil, candles, and basic daily necessities. Charitable organizations set up relief camps on the mainland for destitute women and children. Clara Barton, the founder of the Red Cross, traveled to Galveston and distributed over $120,000 worth of relief supplies. Railroads all over the country hauled supplies to Galveston for free and even held competitions of what rail company supplies could reach the island first. Money and supplies were donated from all over the country and even the world. Galveston received donations from England, France, Germany, Canada, and countless other countries. As the relief poured in and the cleanup process marched on, martial law was eventually lifted. Morale began to slowly improve as the city's infrastructure was restarted and rebuilt. The streetcars in Galveston were running by September 17th. The grain elevator at the port was operational and loading grain onto ships by September 21st. The port of Galveston exported their first shipment after the great storm. Over the next few months, Galveston slowly crawled back to life. Restaurants opened, homes were built, and entertainment venues made their way back into island life. A testament to the speed the city was rebuilt is the Grand 1894 Opera House. It was up and running by January 1901, only a few months after the storm. Many survivors and businesses lost most, if not everything, they had to their name, and many left Galveston, never to return. City officials quickly diverted their discussion of how to rebuild the island and discussed options to protect Galveston from another horrific event such as the Great Storm and building a seawall to protect Galveston's assets had been debated for at least two decades prior to the Great Storm. At this point, the necessity was on full display for the world to see.
Galveston was one of the most powerful economic drivers in Texas. Protecting this city from another catastrophe was imperative. The only way for Galveston to move forward was to move up. This is Galveston Unscripted. To dive into everything Galveston, check out visitgalveston.com.